Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Hi everyone and welcome to Presently Aquí with Claudia. I am your host, Claudia, and Presently Aquí is a community of healers where we talk about their journey to self-discovery and self-love. And as all of you know, how excited I get prior to every guest. And I am just as excited today as I always am. Um, and so I wanted to introduce Valerie to all of you. Uh, meet Valerie Maxim, a fighter who turned the challenges of divorce into an opportunity for transformation. After facing divorce for the second time, Valerie had, a, had to live alone for the first time in her life. Over the course of seven years, she undertook the process of healing and finding her authentic self. Today, Valerie is a mother of four, a grandmother of two, an author, a life coach for women, and a nationally qualified MPC competitor. And so we're going to listen in to learn more about Valerie's journey to self-discovery today. Welcome, Goddess. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes wonderful. Yay. So before we start our conversation today, um, we are going to take three deep breaths okay. together with the listeners as well um, so that way we can calm and ease whatever had happened before today and just get centered into today's conversation okay. so um, so for the listener if you want to close your eyes or you know put your eyes somewhere where you don't not looking at anything specific and we're going to take a deep breath together and I want you to just be in your body release in your second deep breath, I want you to acknowledge all the thoughts and all the things that your mind's going through. And let go. In the third deep breath, I want you to be here now. Just be here. And let go of the day so that way we can listen in to this beautiful conversation that we're about to have. Yes, wonderful. So I like doing that because it helps us kind of just right. start right. over, right, from this moment moving on. Um, so I can't thank you enough uh, for coming on again. Um, this is such an exciting opportunity um, to get to know you and, um, and for the listener as well. So I'm really excited because um, meeting uh, Valerie, I loved you in your passion like it was just it's, it's like oozing out of you and it was just like oh my god I want no more so here we are yes, yes. I, I get very passionate about it you know when you've come out the other side of something that's so dark and that that you're just and you come out you're just yeah. like wow I mean it just it, there, there's no other way but to be passionate <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So I love that, and I was really inspired by her story, so I can't wait. So we're going to get into it. Um, Goddess Valerie, what kind of challenges have you faced on your path to self-discovery? Well, on my path, the challenges I, I faced would have started off um, at, at 12 years old. That was my first major challenge, being with my dad when he passed mm -hmm. away. Um, I was up with him that evening. He had leukemia. He was home for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was up helping him, and he fell, and he passed away right before my eyes. And um, so that was tough because we didn't talk about it the next day. So that was my first challenge of 
seeing that, witnessing that, my mom didn't know I actually saw everything because I was getting him to the bathroom and he fell. Yeah. I ran to my room. She heard him. She ran to the bathroom. So she didn't think I saw that. Didn't know anything about me seeing that till um, 38 years later when I was 50 years old to address his passing. Um, you know, my next major challenge I had to get over, I, by, by that happening, I began having panic attacks. So from sixth grade through 12th grade, I just had panic attacks all the time. I became labeled as shy and quiet because I wasn't showing up my true self. I didn't heal. I didn't address the, the pain of it. And by doing that, I um, met a boy right after high school who lived down the street. He was your bad boy. He was already in and out of jail at 17 years old. Um, met him. He gave me attention. I got pregnant, got married. And, you know, that was the start of, you know, the, th the struggles I had to go through. And then being in a toxic, abusive relationship for 10 years with him. The final give for me to finally leave was one night he took me to his place of business with the intent of killing me. And mm. so that was tough. Mm. So the next week after that, I was right. able to leave, just grabbed my clothes, my kids' clothes, and left. Got right. out of that relationship. Six months later, I was already with somebody else, you know, married. Mm. My kids didn't have time to heal. I didn't have time to heal. Right. We were right. just, you know, right back into another relationship that lasted uh, probably 11 years. I have to look at it. 11 to 12 years, I always forget what it is. Um, got out of that relationship, found myself at 45 years old, like broken, panic attacks, you would say depressed, not my authentic self. I had never worked, I was always a stay-at-home mom. Now all of a sudden I have to pay bills. Um, you know, it's, it's it was a very um, struggling moment when it all hits you like, okay, I left this relationship because just everything that just compounded from my past was like okay mm -hmm. I just needed the time out I just needed to looking back realizing find me you know figure out you know who I was I would just and I think that happens so often we just when one bad thing in a relationship happens we want to find the next one real quick because I know after my second mm -hmm. divorce my intention was to find someone within six months to be married that was my full right. intention like that's what I was going after and my counselor brought me into his office after we had divorced and he's like, you know, I really worry for you because you don't really know yourself. You've been through a lot. I feel like you need some time to heal and find you. And, and he said a whole bunch more things and it was like, okay, I hear what he was saying, but I didn't want to hear it. And I'm like, no, yeah. you know, and then I had some friends that said, you know, I kind of see you being single for anywhere from like five to 10 years. I mean, that just made me mad. I mean, I'm like, we're not friends anymore. Like five to 10 years, what are you, what are you even saying? Like, you know, they were just like, you know, you've never lived on your own. You went from high school to married. You didn't have those college years. You didn't have any years to learn you, to be on your own, to do the things you do alone, to, you know, that you, you would normally have in those years. I didn't, I've never, I never had that. So they're like, you need that. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Back, it has been eight years and looking back this last eight years I mean I know as we spoke before my whole life is my journey but I will say yes. the last seven to eight years has just been enlightenment it just has been like aha moments it's been you know kind of like when you're ready to hear the truth you're ready to be like okay right. maybe I don't want to fake like you know, hear all of it, but I do want to hear it because I want to change it I want the rest of my life to be the best years of my life 
And a friend of mine had this plaque in her bathroom that says, and they lived happily ever after. And I looked at that for years. And that has always stuck in my head that, you know, mm-hmm. whoever I end up marrying for the third time, because I, I will for the third time, I will find love. I haven't really found it yeah. in the right way yet, but I will find it in the right timing. And, and I believe, you know, and they live happily ever after will be my story because I'm mm-hmm doing the things that I know I need to do to heal and to attract the right, you know, person in the right timing. I'm not pushing things. Um, not that anything is ever perfect, but I'm doing the things that I know that I need to do, you know, at least, um, on my journey. So that's kind of where I'm at today right now, um, through my process of the main things that I have been through. Right. And this, this platform is about deep conversations, but who is your esthetician? I want to age as gracefully as you have. <laughs> you know what? That is funny that you say that because I don't have one. And I, I, the only thing I do is a little disport in my forehead. And I look at all these women. I'm like, y'all are doing fillers and all these things. I'm like, I want to start. I want to be able to do that someday because, you know, I mean, y'all look so beautiful. And um, I, I guess I've just been blessed with. Um, but, but you know what I do have to say? You know, when you find a true happiness, it, I can't even mm-hmm. explain it. I look at pictures even from 10 years ago. And I'm like, okay, I look so much older back then than I do now something about when that inside and you have true love and true joy and true happiness Mm -hmm. and true peace um it's not fake it's authentic you've transformed I think that just starts you to glow because I mean I feel the same way when I'm talking to you I'm like you're just glowing your skin looks so great I think it's just when you get to that point I I, that's all I can say is um I would have to attribute it to that because they say stress kills you so I think stress ages you and kills you so um, Absolutely. You know, learning to, we all have stress, but learning as you yes. learn tools and you learn ways and you learn, I think when you learn self-help, what I've learned, self-love, yeah. when life hits me in the hardest ways ever, which it still does on the regular, right. I'm able to navigate it so much better because I know my worth, I know my value, I know what I bring to the table, yeah. that yeah. I don't um, internalize it as much anymore. That's, that's the key. That is the key, not internalizing it as much. and. I'm glad you said that because um, that is the that is the secret. When people ask, "How do you look so young?" and it's just self love. It's really falling in love with not only like your mental self, your physical self, your spiritual self, like all the selves that include are in this beautiful vessel. You have to deeply, fully love it, so that way you're right. Because what it is, you're glowing from the inside right. out, and so. You know, for us, because we are in our bodies, I'm sure we can be in the mirror and be like, well, this is different and this is different, right? But um, but because we live in this body 24-7, right? We know it better than anyone. For for the most part, for the general uh, collective, it's just like, wow, look at her. What is she doing? And it's that. It's loving yourself. It does because what happens also, your body is listening. Mm -hmm keep it to the physical if your body is listening it's gonna react that you it's being loved like oh you love me and you appreciate me so I'm, I'm glad you definitely brought that up because it is important for the listener to understand uh, you know one of the reasons to not to love yourself is because you know the exterior the life that happens is always trying to take away from the the inner child which is our secret the secret is to keep in that space and be there and, and jovial and happy as and keeping it light as much as possible because life is always difficult mm-hmm. as Valerie just shared 
all her life's journey and and you know i'm also very thankful for you to dive in so deeply and personal into your journey um i know there's going to be listeners out there that are going to definitely resonate uh and so for you when you first had that conversation with your counselor what what did you feel in that moment as as this person's trying to tell you hey I think that you should try to love yourself before you jump into the next like what was your ego's reaction um in all of that and and at what point did you kind of let it in yeah. um I was like okay that's good that he's saying that but he doesn't know me like I'm gonna find somebody like in the next week or two and start dating and you know maybe that works mm-hmm. for him but that's not that's not going to be me because that's just not that hasn't been my track record you know i've always been with somebody i'm going to find somebody and um i'm just going to keep moving on with life because that's just how it was going to be and it wasn't until it wasn't very long after that i went to a friend's house she was having like a get together party um with some girlfriends and there was a lady there that was a life coach and i i had never heard of a life coach i had only been to counseling so i didn't really understand what that meant and we just kind of connected and I did a free call with her and bought six sessions. And I will say that that, and I didn't have the money to do it back then. I mean, literally I didn't have it. I put on a credit card, but looking back, that was the best investment that I ever made in myself. I mean, ever made. Like, it was like, I took literally like last, the last pennies that I had on a credit card to buy that. And it was like, okay, if anything goes wrong, I'm in trouble because I just am all in, you know, I am all in. But I really didn't even know how to navigate or I was listening to my counselor said well you know and I had another counselor friend in between this that was just a friend and and mentioned to me you know in a kind way that you know you are the common denominator in attracting these things Mm -hmm. so you might want to just start maybe thinking about that I wasn't very happy when she said that but it was truthful Mm -hmm. because why you know, okay, I could just sit here all day long and play victim and tell you all the things they did to me. And you'd be, oh, that's ter- that's terrible. You would just be all living in it, right? Hearing all of it. But the bigger question was, why did I allow it? Why did I stay? Why did I, why, why, you know, what in me did not see my value and my worth to even allow them to talk to me or do the things to me? And, and so that was, why I knew I had to have this life coach for the six for the six um, the six right. sessions and my very first session with her. If you've ever had life coaching, you know you have your first like assessment. It's kind of like you answer all these questions. Mm-hmm. They get to know you. I literally, I don't even know if I could answer two of the questions on the paper, and I just started crying. And I told her, I said, I don't. I think I made a mistake. I don't think this is for me because I think I'm too far broken for you to work with me because I can't even answer your questions. What's your favorite place to vacation? What's your favorite kind of food? What makes you happy? What, you know, just all these things that I did not know. Like, you know, you just live this whole life being told what to do all the time and and how to live and what to wear and, you know, what to eat. You're going to share a meal and you're, and then you get asked these questions like hobbies. Like, what does that even mean? Like, exactly. Mm. Like, what do you mean when you say hobby? Like, I go to the gym sometimes. Like, I didn't understand even what that meant. And so I was like, okay. I really probably do need to take a little time to figure out because I really didn't know what I didn't know. I knew what I wanted, 
And in my head, I just think, okay, I'm a good person and I love big, so I'm just gonna find this. But it's way more complicated than that from what I found because, um, you know, it, it's not it's not that just because I love so big that it was just gonna all come back to me because a lot of times, mm -hmm. what do they say? Your your biggest um, asset can also be like your greatest, um, you know, thing. Liability. liability, yes, because you know you love so big. So sometimes people will come in and mm -hmm. play on that, yeah. and you know it doesn't always get reciprocated back. So I, you know, I kind of yeah. experienced that. But um, so taking the time out, I had I had no clue that eight years later I would still be single. But I will tell you, like okay. I said before, I know this is my year to start dating. I don't know if it'll be the mid, you know, summer, the the fall, yeah. the winter time. I don't really know because I'm not. Um, okay. I don't believe in forcing things, so I'm not, and I know oh, what I'm looking yeah. for because I'm so clear on it now. So it's very interesting when guys will ask you out and you'll go to dinner or something, but you already know in your head because you've done all this work for eight years. So you know, yes. just the yes. basic guidelines. I'm not looking for yes. perfection. Okay. Where none of us are perfect. So when I say what I'm looking for, it's not like, okay, that's so far fetched, but you know, yeah. your basic, you know, five, six, seven things. Like, okay. This is what I'm really, this is really important to me and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to cave because I've worked really hard to, you know, get myself here. Yes. And, um, you know, so I, if it's not the right person and I've been out with lots of great people, it, it's like, it's just not the right person. And I'm okay to just say, you know, you know, thank you, but you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just moving forward and, and living my life. And that, to me, that's very empowering because I don't know that Valerie because that was never that Valerie. So to right. be able to say right. that and just be able to be friends, if they still want to be friends, like, you know, you're a great person. It's just, um, you just kind of know what you're, what you're, you, mm -hmm. I can't explain it. You just know, you'll know. Yeah, you know, that. it's intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. It's intuitive. But you I've never know. had that before. I was um, the first person that liked me because I was so broken. I'm like, right. oh, you like me? You want to date me? Right. Okay, let's date. Right, right. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. I love your vulnerability and transparency because it's important for women to hear because, you know, it's, I feel like it happens worldwide because there's a lot of culture that is predominantly based on patriarchy, right? right? And the woman just either they're, you know, uh, arrange marriages and they're like 20, 16 and they never get to know themselves or, or again, not having that father right. figure and you just not heal any of your wounds and just whatever guy comes at you, you're like, okay, he likes me, he's attractive, right. let's just go. I think we've all been in that, that, that kind of loop of, of picking the same guy and I love how you brought up that you, you know, you learned that you're the common denominator, right? You don't want to right. hear that, but it is the right. truth. The truth is really hard to take in because it's what it is is that you're being asked to be accountable. Right. right and and you, when you've never done that it's your ego is very resistant mm -hmm. right it's just like uh, I'm, I'm the right, common right. denominator are you sure because it's all these right. guys their fall and, and it's like but you're the magnet as the feminine right. you're bringing that in and so it's really powerful uh, for you to share and say speak on it because um, it kind of when you were saying it it, it I hope that the women out there that are listening it makes because it made me like this energy came through when you were saying that it's just like it's okay it's okay that you notice these things or it's okay that you you 
you were going through your questionnaire and that you didn't know a lot of aspects of yourself it's okay because even in that step for you it was a big first step and to be honest with yourself you know even telling the coach like hey i think i'm too broken for this and the life coach is more than you know like no no one is such a thing it's just you've been courageous Mm -hmm. enough to just put your entire like credit because not even money to like invest in yourself and and right there you spoke to the universe and said universe i don't want to partake in this life anymore i want to try this i want to try to learn myself show me what can i do right and um you know i'm sure she was life-changing this coach because now here you are and um and to to be able you know um one of the things i told valerie when she told me her story i was quiet and i told her i'm like i'm quiet because i'm so proud of you i'm like it's gonna be weird because i just met you on our (laughs) chat right i was like i felt just so much proud i was so proud like if i've been your friend this Mm -hmm. whole time it's just remarkable because your energy that's coming through i can feel the struggle i can feel the fight from you i can feel um you know the dark spaces as you mentioned from the Mm -hmm. beginning right the dark spaces where we are hating Mm -hmm. ourselves where we're self-doubting like i don't think that i'm good enough i don't think all the bad things about ourselves and for you to rise out of that you know like a phoenix just burning it down and not believing in that story and that loop of who you were because the world told you who you were and now you're just taking it and saying no i get to say who i am and then when i go on dates this is who i am and it's not gonna change so if if you can't rock with it that's okay too but you know thank you for for dinner and the conversation right right? because uh men are people and we're not you know we're not here to get free dinners or whatever the speculation of trying to always hate on us somehow right right? um so i i wanted the listener to understand like yeah this is just so truly powerful the your journey has just been um extraordinary in in the space that it's predominantly been in a dark space and you know a lot of people also say as we get older that it's hard for us to learn but that's untrue because i feel like a woman after her 40s is her second wind where she's able that something happens if you haven't come home to yourself then there's something that is gonna erupt eventually and say hey tap tap is this the life you want? Is this who you are? Are you sure? Because now you know, like, from this moment, for you, it happened at 45. Like, this is going to be the rest of your life if you do continue that right. this path. Exactly. In that way, I right. did not. <laughs> yeah, I did not want that. So, yeah, it, you're exactly right. There comes a moment, and like you said, I feel like the older I keep getting, the more my mind is open to learning mm-hmm. and figuring things out. It's like, I love this self-discovery journey because... It's like I keep learning things about myself that are so exciting, even though it's hard, because it's not easy. It's not an easy yes. journey. No. But when you <laughs> when you have these breakthroughs and you have these aha moments and these healing moments, it's like it was worth it. You're like, yes. So then when you're going through another season of trying to, you know, to grow it, um, it, it can actually become a game where it's fun. You know, you're working on yourself. Yes. Yes. And and having the knowledge of understanding what's going through yeah. you, right? For it to be released, the purging. Mm-hmm 
that has to happen, the heart aspects, right? That you've, I'm sure, we've been all of us on our bathroom floor at some point crying, begging for someone to hear us. And then it's you, you're like, oh, I'm here, my higher self, you're like, I'm here, what? You know, and then it starts showing up for you in different aspects, like this life coach that showed up for you. Um, at what point, as you're going through, right, this new journey, right, now you've stopped the pattern, and you're like, I don't know what's gonna happen, and what does this mean? Um, and as you're trying to discover yourself in the last eight years, where did you feel like, you know what, I wanna help others as well traverse these, these spaces that I've been in? You know, I would say that really, really hit me three years ago. Because I broke, mm. I was in, a, I was in a two-year relationship in this eight-year period, and that ended about maybe three years ago. I don't remember three and a half years ago. And after that, I'm like, wow, okay. I, I thought oh, this was the person. I was, you know, I thought, okay, I had done a little bit of work on myself for three years. I was like, okay, everything that I had been through, I'm attracting differently, and it, and it, and it wasn't. And so I really knew at that moment, okay, I really haven't done the work that it was not that I haven't done the work there was just still more work to be done and so healing from that and really that crushed me I mean that literally Mm -hmm. if I want to say something like killed my heart that was it I mean the other were were different this was like I can't even explain the pain and and it's, it's weird to say it now because I'm so healed from it that I don't feel like I'm talking about me if that makes sense so I'm telling you the story because I'm so healed I'm like I would never cry or anything right now. Like, I'm so healed from it. But in the moment, like, for two years, I mean, I just cried every day. And I just felt mm. so like, God, I hate you. Like, I don't understand. Like, this is the my yeah. person. Look at everything I've been through in my life. My dad, this, that, this, that. You bring me this person. I met him on my dad's birthday. All of these signs. It was everything that I told you I wanted. Yeah. And then it didn't happen in he was with somebody else behind in anyways he left with her and i just it left me feeling broken and rejected mm. there was really no closure it's like i'm with her i'm out block gone so that's hard you know you've given your heart to someone for two two and a half years yeah. and you're like left after everything and you're like okay i can't even tell you my heart was in 10 million pieces and i, I said okay mm. i knew in my heart i was to write a book i've known in my heart forever that I am to empower women to, I, I can't even explain it. I just know I'm a fighter. I know I just, I'm, I'm here to, my purpose is to help other women to get through the things that I've been through. And so I really took it seriously three years ago. Okay, Valerie, um, we're gonna have to really, you know, I, I didn't have extra money at this point to get life coaches and get in stuff. So it's like, okay, you know what to do. Now you're gonna have to do it. And, um, and it was a, it was just aha moments here and there, like you know, in this journey of just really working on me. Again, when when you said I was a bodybuilder, bodybuilding has been my therapy. So every show that I did, I had these breakthrough moments. And so one of the breakthrough moments that I had that was, um, you know, just a great breakthrough moment was, I've never felt safe to be my authentic self in front of anybody but my kids. Nobody has seen who Valerie is, that I like to laugh, I like to dance, I like to have fun, I like to joke, I like to love, I like to hug, I. but I've always walked on eggshells. I've always had to be this other person for things. And so just really trying to understand why, like why 
did I get to where I'm at? I really, I know we don't always have answers. And so I'm very grateful that I had this breakthrough because I had created these patterns in my life and I was just really trying to understand it. And it, one day, I don't even know how it just hit me that, okay, your dad dies at 12 years old and you'd never talk about it the next day. You subconsciously learned when something traumatic happens, trauma, the way that you deal with it is it goes under the rug about as fast as it happens and you move on. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I did this in relationships when someone would cheat on me or do things, it would be immediate, yeah. so far immediately under the rug. It's like, well, where are we going to dinner tonight? You know, let's go, let's go out and have the heat is my uh -huh. favorite thing. And have, like, like literally I could not physically, emotionally, mentally or anything address it because I don't know what would happen. I would probably just fall apart. Like I don't, yeah, I just, yeah. I just couldn't do it. So just continuously living this lifestyle of putting things under the rug, putting things under the rug, all these relationships that I went through and you know, not being my authentic self. So when I started working on my self-love journey, what I found was, so going all the way back to 12 years old, when I stopped being my authentic self, because my dad passes away, I'm having panic attacks, and now I'm being labeled as shy and quiet in school because I'm not talking to mm -hmm. people, I'm not being myself, I didn't have any healing. You attract different friends, you attract different in opportunities and all of that. So the first boy that dates me is not the right one, but hey, somebody likes me, right. so. Um, you know, I'm going to go out with him and, um, you know, you just, you just start attracting the things that really aren't for you. And I'm not even going to say these are bad people. They weren't my people because I wasn't living authentic mm. to me. I wasn't showing up who Valerie was created to be in this universe. And so I was right. attracting all these years, you know, and some people that I've talked to, you know, they, they, they get so down on themselves. Well, I only attract this and I only attract that. And that's just what my life is meant to be. And it's like, you know, that was used to be me saying that, you know, this is just what I attract. This is just what I, for whatever reason, this is just what I get in life because this is the third round and, and this is just what, this is what Valerie gets. This is just who I am. It's what I attract. And I had to then realize, no, it's not. It's because I need to be safe. And, and literally when I went through this journey and this transformation, I lost all my girlfriends. I literally was alone. Everybody I lost. Yeah. I had to find Valerie and be comfortable and safe with being my authentic self and then when I would slowly meet people or be friends with people at the gym I was very like intentional and I'm going to be myself if I want to say something funny if I want to do a little silly dance whatever I want to do I'm going to be me because if they don't like me it's going to be okay because I'm going to start over with anybody that gets to meet me or gets to know me it's just going to be me you know I will be my best version but there are times I get quiet sometimes just because I'm overthinking things and I'm learning to work on that but I'm learning that I'm just gonna be me and continue to work on the best version of me and in this process I realized I did have this aha moment it was a huge aha moment I was driving somewhere I was like wow I feel pretty good inside I feel pretty happy like I feel really like that feeling of when you're just looking for unconditional love, you're just looking for someone to wrap their arms around you and you're, everything is safe and you're gonna be okay and everything's gonna work out and, and, and you're loved and you're, you know, just the, all of those feelings, right? Of just that feeling that, I was like this whole, my whole life I've been looking for that feeling from a man and I've yes. never received that feeling from a man, but that's the feeling that I was in my head looking to receive from a man. And I'm like, oh my goodness, these light bulbs went off. And I'm like, this is what self-love is. Because 
I finally love myself. And now that I love myself, I realize I have boundaries and I don't let people treat me certain ways. And I show up for myself and, and I take care of myself and I work hard for myself. And, you know, I do all the things that before, you know, I just never thought about. And now it's like, okay, now I'm, I don't have to find this man to give me this feeling. I have it. So now I can be a whole person attracting a whole person and I like to call that a super power couple. That's what I like to say. You know, when you have yes. two whole people, act, yes. I, I know power couples and I always look at them and I'm like, wow, like they're, they're two like incredibly separate people, but they come together and they just light the room up yeah. wherever they're at. You're like, wow, they're yeah. here. Look at them. Like you can just feel their love and their connection and, in their, you know, just their passion for each other. And it's like, that is what I want. See, so if you don't know what you want, then how do we ever know what we're striving to have, right? And so that's what I realized. Okay, now I know what I want. Now I know what this looks like. Now I know that I don't, I can love myself and be me and not put that pressure on somebody else that you have to make me feel happy. You have to do all these things to make me have this feeling. That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. It is. And so Absolutely. I don't want to also attract somebody that I have to do that for them. <laughs> like I want them to know, you know what I'm saying? I want them to know their worth, their value. And so it, again, it's just been this journey and this process. But um, when you take time for yourself, it's, it's, it's amazing the things that just, like you said, maybe it's the higher self telling me, I don't know, sometimes like, where does this come from on these random moments or these random things, but they're huge aha moments of learning moments. Right that I needed to learn and understand and realize so I can, um, you know, make the changes and know why I'm making the changes. Yes, exactly. That's beautiful. That's really, really beautiful. All of, like, I was trying to keep notes on, like, all the wonderful <laughs> things you were saying in that because there's just a lot of gems, um, even starting with, like, losing your friends and how that's important, yeah. right? Because you're not you're not vibrating in that that space you were in right you're not in that frequency of that lower frequency of not loving yourself and in that dark space now you've leveled up and every epiphany you're leveling up and leveling up and able to see different parts of you and like oh i do like this and i do i am this way and i am and i am and you're 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 culminating epiphanies as you're learning right, right? as mm -hmm. you're growing and um and then you're the the uh, the most epiphany moment is like i unconditionally love myself i know it's such a i can't even say it it was such a weird moment to have that to like before i would have said that was selfish and why would i want to love myself that just sounds so weird to even say I, that and and that's why i just would never entertain it like i said my life coach it was 4 years after she life coached me that i addressed self love and she talked to me about self love in our sessions and it like went over my head because I was like, hey, I'm not mm -hmm. receiving that because I love big. I don't need what she's saying on that. Like, I'm not going to be selfish. I'm not going to just love myself. And and I just had the whole I, I guess I wasn't there. I wasn't ready to understand what it meant. Yeah. But and it's OK when I talk self love, if I turn people off, I'm OK because I was there before and it did rub me the wrong yes. way. But it's planting seeds. And maybe one day, like me, four years later, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to understand this self-love thing a little more because now I'm ready to, you know, that was after my breakup that I had. And I was like, okay, now I'm ready right. to 
what does this really mean? Because I feel like maybe there's a missing piece here. And that was the missing piece for sure, because I did not have any self-love. Right. Because even then, right, uh, your grieving process was still so attached to this person, Mm -hmm. right? The codependency was still so strong and you had to work through that because you're, 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 you know, even you said it as you want to, you're the whole person, you want to know the whole person at that moment in time, you weren't because you were putting all of that into this right. person. And that's why it would hurt so much to let go because they became a part right. of you, mm-hmm. right? Coming back to that codependency attachment, um, which we've all been there because we all don't have perfect parents and upbringings and we all have, you know, some form of attachment uh, codependency, abandonment issues, um, and you know, obviously the gift now that you're able to see, like, that was a past life, that, that two-year relationship, like, that's weird, that was back then, but you're able to see, like, how that person be, was the mirror for you, to see what you still had mm-hmm. to work on, and um, I want to invite women out there, or even men that are doing the work and listening to this, is you know, if you just broke up with someone and it didn't go well or you're heartbroken over it, you know, while you're in the mud, it's okay to be in the mud. But as you start to get out a little bit, start to see, you know, what was the lesson? What is it that I still need to heal the aspects of me that thought that my self-worth was reliant on this other human? Mm -hmm. And in every way, right? And all the ways that I still am fragmented inside. Um, and to start that journey, that'll lead you into that self-loving space. Um, obviously, the people that I have on here are here to help you, guide you into that. Um, but as the person listening right now, it is just to plant that seed in you to um, start that invitation of questioning uh, or even if you are in a relationship, think about the way they trigger you. Think about the ways that annoys you or bother you. Or Those are aspects within you that are there. The trigger is there for a reason. It's there to poke at you and say, hey, this is something you still haven't looked at. You're not looking at that. Hey, so all these different things that you brought up were amazing um, because, you know, it, it'll allow... I guess the, whoever may be listening an abstract and like kind of a detached space from listening to your story right because it's not their story but to have that moment to just say hmm maybe that past relationship wasn't for me maybe it had you know teaching me um, what I needed to learn and um, the ways that I was still not healed and um and to be whole again, you know, to be whole when we also know we're never whole, right? What does right. that look like? What does that feel like, right? right? And that's new, yeah. right? It's creepy. You're like, what? Yeah. And I feel like I feel like it's, it's this is it's a lifelong journey. So we never arrive. So yes. you know, even as I write my books, I'm writing my second book, and it's so different than my first book because I've learned so much. And I go back to my first book, yes. and I'm like, I don't know if I would really say that again. But in the moment of writing it, that's who I was. That's where I was. That was my story. That's how I was able to get out of what I was in and to grow and so I feel like and then now the second book I'm writing I'm learning and growing through and now I have other things coming Mm -hmm. up so we don't ever nobody's perfect we never like arrive like oh my goodness I'm so like I'm I've got it all figured out because um no we don't have it figured we don't have it all figured out but no but when we do learn and from our 
mistakes or, or, or just we've just learned from the things that we've done and we can take it as learning moments to change I feel like um, you know that that's that's the reason for like you said I I had to have learning moments over and over again like it's what do they say yeah. you'll keep getting the same lesson over and over again until you actually learn it it'll just come in different forms and I feel like that's what it was I was needing to learn this lesson and I, I'm very stubborn and I'm very hard-headed and I don't like rules and I don't like guidelines and I'm gonna figure it out myself. <laughs> and so right. um, I feel like it was like, okay, Valerie, like how much longer do you like to be on this roller coaster because you need to figure this out for your own good. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, but I think we're just always on, just always learning and growing. Yes, always. What is your astrological sign? Um, Aries. Ah, <laughs> oh, the fire! Yes, you're like I'm having it. It is. It, 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 it makes sense. That's yeah. why I asked um, the fieriness. But um, that is truly powerful. It, it really is truly powerful to come to that space. That's why I was so quiet <laughs> when you told me everything. I was like, oh, the cow. This woman's amazing. Because you know, um, yes, we're going through our journey, and yes, you've 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 been able to look back and in retrospect of these situations and these relationships and uh the eight-year journey in the past right. right the past eight years for you um but you know to to what well, as you're traversing and loving yourself you know to see and be in that community and now you know you're inviting new people into your life new right. friends and, and you even um i'm sure uh, your clients reflect some aspects of you while you're working mm -hmm. with them yeah um, yes yeah right? i would say yes yeah mm -hmm. it, it is interesting how that happens because we're all mirrors of mm -hmm. each other right and so like i didn't live your life and you didn't live mine but because we are all connected and and when you have that openness in yourself you it's easy to to like feel into someone's right. journey and have such deep respect for what's what they had to go through and become this beautiful star that's in front of me and as you know we complement each other it's just a mirror reflection um and to be here and then now it's just truly remarkable um and i will say something though i do love when you talk about yourself that you're the way you use certain words about your your journey and how you're still healing and you're still learning is really important um, because what you're doing is cast spelling in a positive way to yourself mm -hmm. instead of saying oh I don't know I'm, I'm trying um, this is hard or, no you're like no this is an ever evolving right. space and I'm and by the way that you describe it you're welcoming more into right your life. I'm, I feel like this is just the beginning like where I'm at today I'm just gonna keep changing and growing and in and, and learning and, and being able to help other people and in you know let my fear down my walls down I'm no different than anybody else I still have the fears and the in in the things everybody else has but the more I feel like the, the stronger my unconditional self-love gets the bigger, the more self-confidence I feel like I have, and then the more courage I have to do the hard things, and in the belief in myself that you can do this, mm -hmm. you can get out here, you can get on these podcasts, you can speak at places, you can, you know, I the belief system. But again, like you know, it's the foundation of it is learning your authentic self. And on my journey, what I have found is when 
I found my authentic self and I walk in it like every other area of my life just seems to be working its way out like and, and it, I, I still have the same struggles people have we could sit down and, and talk but I feel like when you get to this place of your authentic self you're able to think clearer and make better decisions and how okay so we have this problem okay what are the solutions okay I could do this this or this and, and, and I don't take it to where before I would take all these hardships to heart and like carry them and poor me and why me and I can't and oh my goodness I just say that and I feel so happy right like but when you come when you come right. to a place and you're able to just okay what, what's what is this we have to deal with okay you know and you just know okay this is not life-threatening it's not the end of the world and and it's just you're able to just work through it and move on to next and um it just makes life a lot more peaceful so I feel like that's where the peace comes to you know you're not having to worry and you just have a knowing, you believe in yourself, you've got it, this is gonna work out. And, um, and and also, like we talked about, you you start connecting with the right people, we need each other. You know, that's one thing, um, I know we're almost done here, but I do wanna share this real quick because it's one thing that I really have found on my journey, I was an I person. Because I had to take care of me, nobody else ever took care of me, I had to take care of me, I have to pay my bills, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to clean my house, I have to work, I have to cook, I have to clean, I have to do the yard, I, 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 right? So I built this island that I lived on of I, mm -hmm. I. And um, I realized I had, to, I had to let that go because we need each other, we need community, we need friendships, we need people, we need networking, but the right, people the right working yeah. the right opportunities and again that goes back yes. to your authentic self when you are showing up right. the way you are to show up and I have now found the right women and the right networking groups and the right people and I no longer live this I I I I I life and I've also mm -hmm. learned about what it means to be a queen and live in your queendom feminine space and just do the things that I can do and then just sit back as the queen and know I'm going to attract what is meant to be mine. And that could, that, that, that feeling of just knowing it's all going to work out. I put everything out there that I can yes. put out there. I'm not going to get in my masculine energy and just pound the doors down because that's not what I'm called to do. Right. And it's just weird how all of these just things, just I learned these lessons, these things come as I've been on my journey, but nothing has come before I was ready to receive it. So. I know we spoke uh -huh. about a lot that I've been through, but it has been eight years and I have literally every single day for eight years, I have done something, listened to a podcast, listened to a book, read something that like the journey has been, I, I've never given up on myself. It's been a daily thing. And so as, as my, I'm ready to receive things, I'm like, oh, okay, why did I, why did it take me so long to learn this? But obviously, mm -hmm. it wasn't my time. I've learned some other things. So the order that I learned things in, when I look back, I'm like, that's a weird order to learn this in. But it just because mm -hmm. I wasn't ready. So it, it's been it's been a fun journey, actually, even though it's not been fun. Yes. It's been fun. I tell people I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> like we said, it's hard. You know, when you invest in yourself and you right. work on yourself, we're making light of it. It. I, I have had many, many, many. I, I can't even name how many nights I've cried myself to sleep. I've just mm -hmm. been like holding my pillow like okay this hurts yeah. so bad inside this this doesn't feel like it's getting better but i know i'm saying my positive affirmations i'm doing my meditating i'm doing all the things and i'm just gonna have to trust and that was hard for me because i did not have any trust and i just had to keep yeah. trusting the process get up every day show up for yourself find that self-love and 
for me in the beginning, it was such baby steps and that's okay. It's just doing something that's you wouldn't normally do. Like in the beginning, I would never listen to a motivational podcast or, you know, in, mm-hmm. in there's times I'll listen to one. Okay. That one's not for me. And I'll, I'll scroll through and listen. That's not for me. I'll scroll through and all of a sudden I'll hit one like, Oh, Oh wow. Okay. I really needed to hear that today. You know, so, um, <laughs> you just never know what's going to hit you or, or, or how you're going to have that aha moment of, wow. Okay. That, you know, I needed to hear that, but, um, yeah, that's it's just been a journey. So beautiful, <laughs> so beautiful. Yes, and I love the eye, the island, the eye. I island. didn't even realize I was doing um, that till one of the ladies I was working with that does a lot of energy work. She's like, "You say I a lot. Like it's all about you." And mm-hmm. we need to start thinking about this because you need connection. We are we were designed like you know you come from a person. You know you're given birth to a person. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're connected. Yeah. We're all connected. Like you said, you we need connection. And I was the biggest isolator like I would isolate myself from people I don't I didn't need like I would just if you didn't see me around you knew I was going through stuff because I just would just don't come around and that's probably one of the worst things that you can do um, even though I did it a lot on my journey um, you don't realize that you we need connection like when we're hurting when we're hurting we're like the cats when we're hurting we hide that's yeah. <laughs> so cats exactly. too uh, but it, it is important because uh, the eye aspect is not to say we don't use it, right? right. It's just more saying that by saying it so right. much is what you're doing is keeping yourself in a victim mentality, right? Yeah. right? And that's what I wanted yeah. the listener to understand a little bit because we're always going to say, I am this right. and I am in that. But, but when you're saying it, when it's keeping you in a negative mm-hmm. loop of, you know, this has happened to me and I, and I, you know, and, and it's just seeing it, right? So as you're, as you vocalized it and shared it, it's another invitation for the listener. I love, life is all full of invitations. We always had the opportunity, right, to say, you know, even podcasts, right? If you're listening to a podcast about um, finance, right, you have time for that, but make time for a podcast about self-care self-discovery or you know a podcast like this but you know just more of something that might nourish you because we don't we don't learn about nourishing our own selves and and it could be the soul the body or the mind just giving back you know it's not always about paying out to get something from someone it's about your habits Mm -hmm. right and um i also wanted to bring up that you know as you went through this ginormous transformation you know, you were able to reconstruct the neurons in your brain, right? The pathways. You were able to release patterns that are super duper for years old and let that right. go and rewrite the patterns in your brain for something better. And that's a big yeah. deal. It's a, that's a big deal because that's not easy task because some people's brains are unable to just, just the way the wiring mm-hmm. is. And so there's other ways um, that are out there to help you, you know, uh, it's called neuroplasticity Mm -hmm. to just malleably change the way that you live and it's possible. And, you know, you've had help, but we all need help. And 
back to the community. We can't do it alone. We think we should because we were also taught that, right? Like, no one should, you keep your authenticity to yourself because you've been judged or you've been felt small. Um, you hide because you weren't seen in your pain, you, you know? So all these aspects, when there are people out there who are willing to listen to your story and hear you and comfort you and love you when you're not at your best, right? Yeah. right? Because no one's perfect. Exactly. Like you were saying, no right. one's perfect. We're not gonna be the same person twice in in every right. day. And um, you know, as you know, when you find your person, there's still work there, but now you're in a better place where you both can have this amazing communication right. on healing and helping each exactly. other, right? Versus the attachment, right? right. Of yeah. like, but you're gonna answer that that void in me, like that's right. you and and I love that you brought that up at you know, somewhere in the beginning of this conversation, how it is so unfair to put that onto someone, right. right? But we don't realize that until you see it, until you right. realize like, hey, this isn't fair for me to dump, emotionally dump on someone and project everything and have them be the answer to to everything that I am needing, which is you, you are the answer to yourself. Right. The other person is, is just like the community. We're here to support, we can't save you, we can't do the work for you, that has to be you, right? right? Yeah. So I, I, I love all of your, your, everything was just so amazing. Um, what is uh, the community offering? What do you, you know, I know you say you're a life coach. Um, I wanted you to share a little bit about that in your books as okay, well. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I love life coaching people because I love helping them, um, you know, have their aha moments too. And I, I very much individualize each life coaching, you know, package that I do with people. There's a basic what do you want to say framework that I will work with but I really the first session I really like to just take that hour and usually I even go an hour and a half and in, in, in an hour session just because I want to really get to know the person where they're coming from you know what, what what's been holding you back you know what do you think is your biggest um, you know we all have our biggest weakness what do we think that you know our hurdle is and you know just really really getting on a page where I really understand where they're at mm -hmm and then understand what they're wanting to accomplish because it's not about me. I could say, oh, well, you should do this, this, and this. Like, get you going <laughs> right. on this path of where I think you should go. But just really letting them be heard and, and, and then be very clear on, okay, so, and then I do my, my package around that. So it's a six-week pro. I, I say, I like to say at least a six-week program. That's what I like to start with because there's more. But, but I really think six weeks, it, it, that's such a short time when we have all of these life things to just – you know, right. be together right. one hour through Zoom for six weeks. Right. But there's a lot of people that I've had that have gone on for, they just keep going on. And then, you know, some have only done the six week because that's like where I was at. That's all I could do. Mm -hmm. um, I've, you know, written a couple programs. One I really, really like to talk about. It's just a program I wrote. It's called Who Am I? And we just really talk about just all kinds of things. You know, you know, what are your passions? What, what are your hobbies? What are you good at? What are your strengths? What... You know, what is your love language? What is your personality? Just just really getting them to really think of who they are and not, because I know we, for myself, I realized, I did not realize to looking back how much I was told to be a person. You know, you're raised as a kid. Many people I talk to are like, yeah, I did these sports all through college and high school because I was just told that as a kid, this is what you're doing. And they had me in all the sports and the activities and I didn't want to let them down. So I just did what I was told. and 
you know, and, and then they then they got into relationships where they were just kind of told what to do and how to act and stand like this and wear that and show up like this. And, you know, you get to a certain point that you're like, wow, okay. Um, you know, I can only be a people pleaser for so long or most people can. Yeah. And so I really enjoy coaching the people that are in those spaces or maybe someone, I have a lot of women that come to me, their kids went off to high to college from high school and now they're empty nesters. Yeah. And um, some divorce them and some, some divorce at that time and some don't. But they both come to me in a common thing of saying, I don't even know who I am. I've done all of these tasks my whole life. And now what? My husband works. You know, he's usually got it, you know, his job. And and so there's just all different times that reasons that we come to places in life that we're kind of stuck. Like, you know, who am I? How do I navigate through this? So just having that coach to help. You know, so that is my definite passion. I do have my book that I did write. Um, it came out last October in 22, and that was my journey of how I went from complete brokenness to getting on my path of finding self-confidence. And, you know, that was my first journey of you know, the things that I did. And um, I wrote it very basic. So that book was written, what you would say, you know, um, I wrote it in a way to how but when I was so broken if you would have handed me a big complicated book I'd be like okay look I I need like the ABCs the one two threes because I can't even process so it is very basic written each chapter is on a certain topic just very easily written out with some notes behind it so like you know I have one one chapter that's on limiting beliefs and what all that means and what they are and it gives you to think about maybe you've been telling yourself things like well um, my family never had money, so I'm never to have money. Or I didn't go to college and get a degree, so I can't make X amount of dollars. Or I'm too old, or I'm too, you know, we have all of these beliefs and we can't change them until we identify them. And they're big things that hold us back. So like I said, each chapter just has for people to think about something, have their little note section. I, I wrote a goal setting formula in there because once you kind of get on this path of like, okay, you're ready to do some things. I know I have ADD, so I'm like, all the I can set all these goals, but how do I accomplish right. them? So I wrote a goal setting right. thing in there. And then my kids shared a little bit. We didn't talk about my kids. I have four kids and how them seeing me broken and in the places that I was in, how it affected them. I had kids that were on drugs and jail and different things. It was very, very hard mm -hmm. to go through as a mother and how today they're all like, just I can't even say I'm, I'm so proud of my kids they've all healed by just watching my journey I've never told them to do anything they've just healed and you know a couple of them are still on their journey but they've healed they're they're all you know working doing good so um, you know that's all in my book and then at the end I give a 30-day challenge because okay now you heard all this now what okay for so for 30 days these are some things I'd like you to think about and try to do yeah. And then see after the 30 days, do you see any change? Do you see any change in yeah. your self-talk? Do you Did you notice your self-talk? Because for myself, when you see I changed my neural pathways, like you said, we're all different. I really began by my positive affirmations. And I know some people say that can help and maybe some of it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But for me, it did. I could not say I am beautiful. Like I couldn't even get the words off my tongue. Like I couldn't even get the word out to say it in, in, in the right. beginning. And so I, cause just because of the relationships I came out of and the things I was told around that, that I wasn't beautiful and I could never find another man and nobody will ever want me. And right. so for me to say, I am beautiful, it took me four years to say it. Yeah. And then it took me another two to say it where I can say, I am beautiful and mean it, yeah. you know, because 
your body knows when you mean it. I mean it. But it, it was literally six years of, of, of and so I, I talk about that in there, you know, your positive affirmations you're going to say every morning. And I know some are hard and it's like people tell me, but I don't believe that I'm lying. No, you're reprogramming, like you said, mm-hmm. because you are beautiful. Why would you think you're not? Why did I think I wasn't beautiful? I literally thought when I divorced, I was the most unattractive person that was ever born. Mm-hmm. I really thought that. Like, right. And I know people look yeah. at me and are like, okay, that's about ridiculous. But when you truly feel that to your right. core... It's a very hard place. Like you can't even explain it because you're just like, I'm just yep. worthless. And, and if yep. I looked like that, then I would be happy. And if I could yep. be that weight, I would be happy. And if my, if I, I mean, you have all these things. If I look like that, I have no problems. And then you're just thinking, you know, it's just very twisted, right? <laughs> so It is, it know, is it, twisted <laughs> because you, yeah. And the facade, we, we look a certain way to people, but inside, because we've been through such darkness that there's no way you could believe that it's kind of like a a rose right we all think roses are beautiful but let's say this rose is a conscious rose and all her life she's been told that she's just just uh, weeds that she's just weeds and just trash and like nothing important so the rose is going to believe that it's just not important and not a rose and not beautiful and not worthy and da 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 so it, it, it makes all the sense and like when you mention your kids you know the saying is uh, be the change you want to see in the world so by osmosis by you embodying your truth you know because they are your children they can feel that resonance coming and out of you and just affect them energetically right. yeah right mm-hmm. because they're in your they're in your life and so that's just naturally and because what you're doing is going into the light. You're going into this unconditional loving space and any child wants that for their mother and any child wants that for themselves right. and receive it from their mother. So it's just like, it's a win-win, yes. you know, for all. Yes. And, you know, I can only imagine how strong they are and resilient and kind and brave and intelligent because you are. They're, they're, they're amazing. You know? One day I'm going to have them, a couple of them said they'll, when I speak places, they'll come with me to share because it's really, it brings tears yes. to my eyes. It's very impactful when you can hear your kids tell you as teenagers why they were on drugs, why they were doing what they were doing because the home life wasn't right and they were watching me be treated wrong and the, and the, the turmoil and the, and I didn't think any of that because we lived in the 6,000 square foot home. I drove a $200,000 car. Well, I give you the Amex. What are you even talking about? You have a good life. Like, but I was missing it. I was complete. That's not what they needed. And they didn't see me happy and they didn't see me. It affected them. And I had no clue until I went on my journey. And when I did, I'll, I'll tell you, when I did decide I was going to do life coaching for real, I got my coaching certification like seven years ago. But when I decided I'm going to do it almost two and a half years ago, I started with my kids. I asked them, I said, can I zoom you in? And I want to start with you guys because I want my family to, you know, at least that we are, you know, a whole. And I would have never learned these things about my kids had I not given them the safe space to talk and share. I mean, what kids talk and share in a safe space to your to their parents? I mean, like, right. and I had right. to bite my tongue on a lot of things and let my ego down because they're sharing, yes. and that's that's what they took away from the experience. And you know, when you go through trauma in a family, it's very common. It, like, I have four kids. Every single one of them saw it a different way you would have thought that there was four different scenarios that happened it was one and they all mm-hmm. saw it completely different right. and they all have to heal completely different so if i were to come in yes. and say oh you're wrong no no i'm gonna get your brother and your sister over here because that is not what happened and 
and and that's what we want to do our ego like we want to be like oh i'm right but where does that get your child to heal what what does that you know what does that do so i had to realize i have to let each of my kids have their say what they want to say whether i agree with what they're saying or not and let them heal and let them feel heard and let them know that it's a safe space and they can share and i learned so much about my kids and we have the best relationship all my kids will probably tell you i'm their best friend but um i'm also not um, I'm their mom too. So I'm not that, you know, I'm saying like, I am their mom. They, you know, they, you know, they have that respect there, but they probably would tell you, um, I'm their best friend. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. You know, building this relationship with yourself strengthens the relationship with your family and with your kids, you know, and I love how you use them. Like, all right, I need to practice. <laughs> Let's get yeah. in here. But what you were doing is also, you know, when you were holding your ego, curbing your ego, you are allowing them to be seen and heard, which all of us as kids are dying for, for that from right. our parents, to be seen and heard. And you gave that to them. You know, it wasn't when they were kids, but they, it, they still got it. And so what they were able to do is heal, right? They were able to heal those aspects when they weren't validated and seen or heard right. then. But now, and having this, so it makes sense that, yeah, you all have this beautiful, close relationship and friendship, um, which is truly important for the not only your growth but together and um you know when you go on i would love to know when you go speak somewhere and they, they yeah. go on and share their story know. it's gonna really blow people's minds I they have a lot to say they're very people. insightful and, it, and i think it does help people who are in situations to see and realize because mm -hmm. i never i never would have seen that as a parent i i mean every parent wants the best for their kids we're not out there just trying to right. hurt our kids you know we're, we're doing right. the best in the relationships that we're in but um when you can go back and really see it and then be vulnerable enough to share it so you can help other people to even like you said if you're planting seeds and i'm just kind of planting these moments of yes. you know um and, and also if you did mess up like i did and you did your kids that way to know there is a way to still heal and there you're it's not the end right. of it's not the end because no. you know right. my, my son does talk in my book he's like his his two his two um his only two, what do you want to say, um, places that he was going to end up was going to be in prison or the graveyard. And he, he meant that because that's the path he was on. It was bad. Right. And it was very, right. it was very very hard on me as right. a mother too to watch that and, and, and to have right. no control over it. And then to also know that, you know, I am, not that I caused it, but that I was a part of why he was down that path. So when I had to do my forgiveness in my things, I, the, the last thing I did was, was the hardest thing was to forgive myself because I went through all those stages and I forgave everybody. I forgave everybody that did everything to me, but I still cried. Even, I think I didn't even heal from this till maybe two years ago. I just would cry. And when certain things are going to cry to my kids and I'm so, so sorry. And they're like, mom, please stop crying. Like we've healed. We're good. We're past all this, but I couldn't get past it. Cause I'm like, yeah, but I allowed this and I, you know, your life would have been different if I would have done things differently. And, and so I finally did work through that and I was able to heal, but, um, yeah. you know, we're on this journey. So I, I don't know, but I just feel like, you know, in this whole process, for whatever reason, I'm listening to my heart and following my intuition and in being willing to be vulnerable, even when it's not easy, because I am not a vulnerable person and I've had to work on that. There's a chapter in my book on that. Mm -hmm. I was the queen of putting walls up. And when you put walls yes. up, it's because you were vulnerable and got hurt. And so you're like, I'm never doing that right. again. And I had to realize if I want love and success in my life, those walls have to come down. And so I've purposely yes. 
let people in, let people see my story in, in different things. And it's been, it's been in pieces. So my first podcast I've been doing this for like three months now on three to four podcasts a week, a lot of times. In the beginning, I would just talk about the how-tos or how I got somewhere, and I wouldn't tell these stories because I wasn't, I don't know, I just wasn't really healed, or I'm like, I don't want people to know, like, all this stuff, you know? So it's like little by little, I'm more and more letting my walls down, and probably this podcast, I would have to say, I've shared more than I've shared in any other podcast. So I do, I can see that each time I'm healing a little more to be a little more vulnerable, to help people, to realize that, you know, it's, it's, um, if I can share a story that it helps somebody, then it's worth it. Yes, definitely. Um, and you know, the when I do this, I always energetically create a safe space so that way you're able to right. just overly yeah. share. People are like, oh, what's going on? It's me. It's yeah. me. It's my. Yeah. I'm, I have this ability. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's good. I, I can feel um, it. It's good. It's yeah. it's important to feel that because. Um, you know what I'm asking of you is something very personal and vulnerable and it needs to be heard because there are people out there that are going through what you're going through with their walls and their darkness and everything that in between um, and you know when your child speaks on your story would it also help mothers out there to you know I'm sure they and I'm sure you've had this because even up to recently where you're you're like self-abusing like oh I wasn't good I wasn't I wasn't and you still have to work through that um, and the child is giving you the inspiration that no we have and we're good now you just have to you have to right, right. Yeah. Of, of that yeah. aspect and that's truly remarkable yeah. and powerful and you have you, you wrote a book now you're writing another one and you know what I mean it's like whoa yeah. amazing and I love how you created the book because you had the understanding like when I was coming out of the darkness, if someone just dumped positivity on me, I would so reject yeah. it. And I would not allow any of it, not even a seedling, mm -hmm. right? So you understood that by making it very light and basic, just like here's right. a little right. bit of this, a little There's bit of that. Topics to think so, about, I'm kind of sharing on this. And, and, and I love the yeah. thing when people will reach back out to me that read my book, they'll say, oh, I read your, your thing on, um, let's just say letting walls down and they'll share their story and it's really not anything I even said in the book but it's what they took away from it because their journey is different right. than mine and I love that because right. our journeys aren't the same and I always kind of giggle inside like that's not even what I said but hey that really helped you I'm so happy like because it, it it got you right. thinking about the topic correct and that's right. the point yeah right so very very well done and kudos so. to you you know I I I've said this throughout this whole conversation, but yes, I am, am so proud and I'm so grateful that you came on here and shared your story. And, you know, you're, I, from, you know, from moving forward, you're just gonna keep growing and glowing because, you know, you're now, you know, you're the queen and you don't have to get off your throne for no right. one because you've worked so hard to even look at yourself and say, I am whatever you know I am beautiful I am a queen I am a goddess I am worthy of unconditional love right and these aspects um, that it takes a moment uh, I know a lot of people um, that feel that way were like oh I'm saying it but I don't believe it and it's just like just keep doing right. it and it'll eventually punch through and you'll be like oh this is and you have the, everyone will have their own revelations and all that amazing thing um Valerie, my dear, where can people find you? So um, everything that I have as my handle is Maximizing Life. So it's M-A-K-S-Y-M, my, like my last name, 
So yeah. MaximizingLife.com is my website. My Instagram, my Facebook, my TikTok handles are all Maximizing Life. My LinkedIn, um, I think it's just under my name, Valerie Maxim. But um, yeah, so it's just pretty easy to find. I love the play on yeah. words. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, so before I let you go, if there's anything that calls to you that you think the listeners should take away from today that you think it may be important. you know just know that you're enough and, and live life in your lane and really be mindful to stop comparing yourself to other people comparing yourself to their journey like well they're further ahead or you know you have different gifts you have different talents and you know you have to just look within you and and, and be the best you that you can be and really take that pressure off of comparing because um there are things that you bring to this world that nobody else can bring and you're you're needed so let your gifts and talent shine through because there's people that need to see that beautiful beautiful wow thank you again for sharing your time your energy your light with us um and the listener thank you for listening on this beautiful conversation and expanding with us and creating a new space in life with us um, and as always, remember that the breath is a secret and always lead with love. Thank you for tuning in and until next time. If today's episode resonated with you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aki on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aki. My wish for all of you is to find the courage and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness. Because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret and always lead with love.